love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 29 of Banter Buddies New Year's Edition. Oh yeah, it's 2022 and we are here with the first ever episode. Um, probably this is probably actually the first um, podcast recorded in the new year in podcasting uh, all around the world, Brian. I think so. Yeah, nobody, nobody beat us. Nobody beat us here. Yeah, a little peek behind the curtain. It's, it's evening as we record this here on Saturday the 1st. And, uh, but I, I can still safely say that we're the only ones talking into mics for recorded purposes. I think Everyone else in the world is out gallivanting around, but we're oh, stuck yeah. in our basements. It's negative 15 degrees Ooh. Fahrenheit, Neil. It's a chilly oh. one in uh, Minnesota today, so you got to record a pod. But I, I have to, uh, man, I have to work on the 2022. I, it takes me so long to get the year thing around. I've already messed up twice talking to you before we started recording. I remember as a kid, like, that would really, like, I would have a hard time when you have to write the date on every every piece of paper. Oh, yeah. Writing the date was always, uh, yeah, a couple days, a couple weeks maybe, of uh of yeah forgetting of course that it is oh yeah it's it's uh it's not that year it's this year oh yeah uh, oh yeah oh yeah that's right uh but yeah that is that is interesting because yeah first just writing anything like that's who does that but the fact that you would write at the top of your paper is like oh yeah your name and the date would go, would go up there for almost like every paper for some reason i guess that's just what was expected at the time, in the mid '90s or whatever it was, you got to write the date on your paper if people, you're in fifth grade. You people just don't do that anymore, right? Like I know, like most people, like work on Chromebooks or iPads or whatever these days. But I can't imagine people are writing out the, you know, like if you're just like doing a paper, are you typing out the date then instead? I don't know. I wonder. Maybe we got we to find out. We got to we got to ask hey. Anna, Annabelle or something. Hey, fourth graders. Yeah, we got to ask Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle, next time you call in. Yeah, do you do have to you, write the date? Do you have to write the date? Do you get do you get a week where you don't know what year it is? Like every year, like yeah, who knows? It's, I it's had one year. math teacher that wouldn't let us abbreviate the month. Oh, it's important for you to learn how to spell these words. And I'm like, we're in seventh grade. I know how to spell January. Yeah, I think that's just you know. I think maybe really, maybe a lot of kids didn't. I don't know. I think there's it's it's really all about February. You know, like I think. Making everyone spell out all the all the months is really a roundabout way of teaching someone how to spell February because I, I get maybe, maybe it's just me, but I feel like all the rest are pretty easy. You could sound them out. And, and even if you're just new to spelling, I feel like you could spell them out or they're short. You know, most of them are like four letters or whatever. But man, February still trips me up sometimes. I, I can't lie. So maybe that's what that's about. I need Neil when we go on tour next time. I need you to drill into my head. So I could say it under pressure that September is the ninth month of the year. I could roll the dice whether it's eight or nine when I'm writing it down. I have to like count oh, it out. Oh, interesting. My hands. So that's I'm where you always get, counting yeah. it out. Neil, do you still hold up your hands to figure out left and right and know that left is like makes a real L and right doesn't, or are you way past that? <laughs> Sorry, Brian, I'm way past that. Uh, I, I'm. Uh, you you don't do that though. You're not saying you do that. You're 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 asking for a friend or something, right? Like someone you <laughs> no, saw someone else. You saw somebody I'll, else do that, and you're like, oh. I was, whoa. I was teaching Gus about left and right because he's he's curious about directions, and I was showing him this is what you do, and he'll probably pick it up. And I'm <laughs> I'm still yeah. I don't do it, but I kind of do. Do you? I don't. 
I don't visualize, do it Do you visualize the hands in front of you instead I of visualize. maybe like actually? I maybe like maybe like just flinch a hand up or something like that. It's it's wild. Yeah, because it's fine if like I don't do it. You know, like we're the same age and it's like okay, like you know I don't do that, but you do. But then when you teach it to your to your you know kindergarten age kid, and then they stop doing it because they figured it out, that's when you know it's time to stop. You know, uh, that's yeah, then I just don't know where I'm going. That's the real, yeah. That's the. Real I'm probably moment. just like my mom, and I couldn't tell directions if <laughs> for the life of me. Oh uh, yeah, lefty Lucy, righty tidy, all that stuff. You know, that you I still know. have to say too, but I uh-huh. do have it in my brain. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good rule of thumb right there. Maybe I just like all those little things, the little sayings and the rules and stuff like that. Yeah, the mnemonic devices, the you know, the the abbreviations, the rhyming. Although the never eat soggy schemes. waffles, the like north north oh, uh, yeah. northeast southwest, mm-hmm. like how to like uh, do directions. My kid goes like, yeah, but are they soggy with syrup? Ooh. I mean, great point. Great point. Yeah, you're saying it's like a distraction because instead of thinking about the directions, you are then, you know, he is he's on onto the top. Well, he's like, why would you never eat those? You'd totally eat them if they were soggy with syrup. And I was like, yeah. that's a good point. That's yeah, a great that's, point. That's a good waffle to eat, you know, despite despite its its uh its state, it could still be delicious. Waffles, breakfast, all that stuff. We are in it. Like we said, it's uh, it's the end of uh, a year and the beginning of a new one. So this week on the show, this episode of Banter Buddies, we are talking, we're looking back and talking about the year that we just wrapped up, 2021, and uh, we, we asked people to call in and uh, talk about uh, the best thing that uh, happened to them in 2021. So course brian you and i have to talk about that first and uh wow what a, and, what a strange well, i do want to i do want to lay out neil mm-hmm. we're not here we're not here to make a pod being like only good things happen right we're not we're not going to be like some of my uh extended family members that sent me christmas cards this year th- saying like why can't people just be happy everything's great everything's fine no 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 no, no. <laughs> bad stuff happened bad stuff always happens every year but mm-hmm. we're just trying like what we do with our band and like us as people is like we got to find just a tiny little nugget of like a good thing and let's let's chit chat about that you know a little bit of hope like we yes, can get dark exactly. we can get it's, dark it, real dark but that's all I wanted to say I just want to oh, preface you know we're totally. not here we're it's, not it's, here bulldozing over any pain you know pain's still there but some good stuff we got I I haven't even thought about till I sat down right now like what I'm gonna say so you got to start. Well, and yeah, I think by focusing on the best thing that happened, we are in a way um, sort of acknowledging that there was another side to that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you can't have, you know, a, a best thing and that it does force some other things down a little bit, you know? So, you true, know, yeah, true, true, I think true. that's right. We're just, uh, we, don't, we don't want to, you know, we want to say that it's all, it's all, uh, you know, fun and games out here, but uh, there was some good things that happened too, you know, even though I think overall, People were expecting more from the year due to the pandemic and all that. Like, okay, we're going to be clear, but still in it, still rolling with that. But good stuff happened too. So we want to focus on that because that's just, that sets us up on the best foot forward to uh, make 2022 even better. So that's why we're going to talk about that. I think we should kind of have some separation here, Brian, because to me, when I think about the best things that happened to me or to us, there's like the you know uh the cuckoo stuff the band stuff the business stuff 
and then the personal life stuff. You know, I couldn't really separate those. Well, I mean, I am purposely separating them, but I felt like the first things I thought about was like band stuff because that's like oh. our creative projects, and that's like. You know, that's, uh, I don't know, especially for this year, even though, again, yeah, we did get back to normal, quote unquote, a little bit more than we did in 2020, you know, more travel. More, Neil, there's no new normal. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. There's no normal. That's right. Yeah. Well, no one knows what that is anymore. But, you know, it was still kind of a year of a lot of uh, a lot of just chilling, a lot of, uh, you know, hanging out inside and and, uh, you know, battling the, the cresting uh, <laughs> outbreaks and stuff. So I think we should first start about like the few band things that we're, we're most stoked about this year. And it has to start, I think, um, you know, putting out uh, putting out some new jams, you know, that's uh, putting out a whole new album of uh, of music has to to me. That's the first thing I think about when I think about 2021 and what we did. Slow clap, Neil. Yeah, that that's a highlight for you. That's good. Yeah, that's well. I mean, what do you think about that? Is that like what what else as far as cuckoo stuff that we did this year? Like, could you put in front of that? You couldn't. That was cool. We worked. We worked hard on that. <laughs> maybe maybe we talk about it so much, people are like, "Oh gosh, these guys are really shoving it down our throats." But like, it was a special thing that we did. It was fun for us. And yes, it, it, I'm hanging my hat on that as well. Yeah, and it's kind of weird because we essentially finished it in 2020, like kind of late in the summer of 2020. So it feels like maybe something that kind of was more of a two-year project or like an 18-month type thing uh, because it, we kind of worked on it for a long time and then it was done and we wanted to hold it and release it more closer to the summer instead of like in the winter of 2020 or whatever. So we kind of held it. So, But it was released and all the videos came out and we shot a lot of the videos and stuff in 2021 and everything. So... Um, to me, that was that was kind of the big thing. It was a long time coming. We got to work with Laserbeak, and uh, that was you know that was a Neil. Lot of fun. This is the first time we didn't procrastinate as much as we usually do. That's right. And we didn't we didn't uh, press like upload and put it out <laughs> to the world two hours after it was finished. <laughs> right. In, in fact, it was it was quite the opposite. Where we kind of wanted to do that, but. Uh, the people talked us into being like, just wait, just wait on this. How about we wait six months? And Why'd like, we okay, listen to people? Come all right. On. Uh, you know, I think uh, they, they, uh, they led us to the right space. I think it was a good idea. So yeah, doing slow clap. And then the other thing that we did this year was play real shows again. I think we ought to talk about that because, you know, that didn't really happen in 2020. Technically we did. We got, we did like a January, 2020 tour where we were out in California and the West coast with our friend Gabe, like sort of right before the big shutdown of 2020, but essentially in 2020, we just played virtual shows, and then it was just great in like the summer of 2021 here um, that we got to get back and, and play some real shows again. It was good. It was, uh, my wife did say I came home a happier person, so that's, uh, <laughs> she was like, I'm happy you guys got to play the shows. It was great. It was lovely. Yeah, to sweat, shake it out, get those love handles, you know, whapping around a little bit. It was nice. What do you got for yeah. personal, Neil? Well, I don't know. Did you have any other band things to focus on at all? Any other any other highlights? Any, any specific shows? Any um, you know, any specific uh, video shoot or uh, anything like that that that, uh, that came to mind at all? I did. We had a we had some surprisingly fun shows when That's we true. played when we played um, in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. That was a really fun show. We played at like noon. Uh, a lot of people came. It was a, a festival in the river. I hope we get to play again. Yeah. And uh, it was rocking. I didn't know Grand Forks was going to bring it like that. Um, they do. What, what else do we have that was fun? 
Yeah, just a bunch of shows, made a bunch of fun. videos, and uh, yeah, still kind of light, you know, for us, especially again since we made the whole album in 2020. But um, yeah, so definitely good to play again because that's like where we started all this was like making silly songs and doing shows, you know. And so to be able to like after a year of kind of not doing that in 2020, it was really great to get back to those two things. So I think it was. You know, I think it's that's where we had to start um, the best things that happened to us in 2021. But for a personal thing, looking back through my calendar and stuff like that, I gotta say, it's it's a uh, it's, it's pretty selfish or whatever. But that's what we're talking about. It's my personal uh, one of my favorite things from this year was I took a solo trip to Disneyland for my birthday in September. And it was really special. It was, um, I got a great room at the Disneyland Hotel. I got upgraded with like a nice view um, of the park and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I just haven't spent as much time at Disneyland that I had, at, you know, in Orlando kind of growing up and stuff. So really good to get there and then do, to do the solo trip and to kind of take my time and spend a bunch of time, you know, just sitting around or taking pictures of, of lots of different stuff. Um, you know, I certainly like going with other people and, and, you know, especially if people haven't been to the parks in a long time or whatever, it's definitely, you know, more fun to go there with somebody, but if it's just going to be me, I, I like that experience too. And so, um, it was really fun to do that in Disneyland and enjoy some California weather for a little bit and, uh, check out Disneyland. So I think like, and it was my birthday and stuff. So I think like, that's what I got to go with. Like, it's kind of the best thing that happened to me in 2021. Ooh, you can have more than one thing. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah, it was pretty much like band stuff. I don't know. I mean, that's great. There's lots of highlights. I mean, getting to see Meow Wolf in, in Las Vegas was another super big highlight. You know, we did that together, and that was fun. Um, we got to play the Las Vegas Library. That was really yes, cool. Yeah, that was a really good show too. So that was another part of the summer that that I really liked was getting around to do those things. Okay, Neil, what comes to my mind first is I'm a simple person, mm-hmm. and uh, this year we've been trying for a couple of years. And uh, we got our first pumpkin this year that we oh. that we grew ourselves. That was that wasn't that's in the highlight reel for me. Yeah, because if I remember right, was it the previous fall or autumn? Like you tried to do like a pumpkin gourd situation in your front yard, right? And it didn't go so well. Is that is that correct? Or did yeah, you we're in year two them? now. If it just didn't okay. like work, and and we've tried a couple different situations. And we've been able to grow everything else. The gardens were rocking this year. But our pumpkins, the vine grows. Like we get like a 22-foot vine. We get the flowers. But this year we just upped our game with butterfly and bee flowers. And uh, we we took a little paintbrush and we would pollinate. But we just didn't get the opposite flower for the pumpkins. We did for all our squash. But that was a big thing. But, Neil, we just did a video with our friends the Beaudries in Stillwater. And I don't even know if, if you saw like Kelly Hammy this thing, but they have this big pumpkin festival and oh. they like they grow these like 500. Oh, yeah, she gave you seeds, to, right? What'd you say? She gave you seeds. She gave me two seeds to a 365 pump, pound pumpkin. Oh and I'm going to try to grow one in our backyard. <laughs> it needs to like have its own like, you know, massive plot of land back there, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's going to take up my whole backyard. So we'll see what goes on. I might need to like go to a farm, but. And we hey, we know we know from previous episodes of this podcast that you're a garden person, you're a yard person, um, and you have you have quite um, the variety uh, really in your backyard of of uh, you know different plants and herbs and and uh, fruit and vegetables that's happening back there. So this is you know it, it definitely seems maybe like a small thing or like a, oh you just grew a plant cool, but like for you this is a big deal, especially because it's it's two years coming. Two years coming, baby. You We're know? going. I'm going to get that big one. 
I'm trying to think <laughs> other little things. I'm like, I'm really happy that I finally got a pair of Crocs. That seems like minimal, but I don't know why I've been a hater of them for so long. I'm wearing well, them right now. I wear them like inside the house. In the summer, I'll wear them outside the house. It's not like that you just got a pair of Crocs. It's that you um, became a member of the Crocs community, I would say. Yeah, uh, like you, yeah, yeah. You, re- you really kind of gave in, you know, not in a bad way, but you finally came, like you said, you came around to why people love um, this footwear so much. And, uh, you know, I, I guess it was, you know, because maybe your, your son was wearing them, but also we put out merch that goes we bought we put out the you know the the, oh, little, the charms uh, the, the gibbets oh i love the gibbets i, I got like you know, i got it i gotta show you i got some gibbets i got a some gibbets as a present it's like Ooh. it's they're fun nice. a shark yep. a shark yep. and a cat and a dog and a sloth yeah. so <laughs> that's amazing so yeah that uh i feel like those two things go hand in hand too it was like right around the time we were doing that Got to figure out what the what the the gibbet croc charms game was like. I know we here. we didn't have any uh we didn't have any big vacays. My mm-hmm. son started school. That changed the game up for our family flow. School right. was school was good. School is fun. Teachers yes. are awesome. It it's cool because you drop off your kid. He's only in like preschool, and you hang out like in the front. You get to chit chat with other parents. I don't know. I like talking to people. It's fun. It's been good. Oh, I could see you thriving in that in that uh, in that area. The drop. I had chat. to hold back. I was like, "Oh no, I'm going to talk too much, too fast," and they're going to say, "No, thank you." So they had to be like, "This guy hasn't talked to anyone in a year." Yeah, really. I'm sure there's lots of people like that who are uh, excited to speak to humans again in person. Good times. Well, yeah, those are some of our highlights. Anything else, Brian? You wanted to bring up for faves? Fave I'm things? gonna probably throughout yeah. the whole pod. I'm not yeah. gonna stop. That's part of the fun. We talk about what we have in mind, and then the calls, the voicemails, like jog our memories and and inspire us to think of other things. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's see what we have in the voicemail hopper right here for for cuckoo voicemail. Who's who's first? Hi, my name is Ruth, and I'm six years old, and I live in Spokane Valley, Washington. The best thing that happened to me in 2020 was I learned to roller skate, and the DJ at the rink taught me how to become how, how and became my best friend, too. Thanks. Bye. All right, there we go. Now, the transcription says Chris, but I think you might have said Zeus. Was his name Zeus, Brian? Let's run this back Zeus. Sounds like Zeus yeah. or Druce. Or, uh, I, don't know. I think it's Zeus. I think it's Zeus. Zeus. Let's go. But if it's Chris, Chris, hello. Zeus, yeah. hello. Learned Spokane how Valley. to roller skate. Ooh. Roller skate, right? He, he said skate, not blade. Yeah, so, wow. Neil, do you know how to skate? Yeah, better than I do ice skating. Ice skating for me is somehow extremely different. I don't know why, but I am much more comfortable on some blades. And Oh, roller know. blades, but do you well, roller skate? I don't know when the last time I roller skated was, but uh, I don't know. What about you? When was the last time you went roller skating? I mean, then, it's been a long time, but yeah. now I'm thinking about right now. I watch a lot of like, uh, there's like crews of like older, when I say older people, I mean like 60. Mm-hmm. But like that, go like roller skating, and they like go in like packs, and they like flow together, and it makes me like like I want to go roller skate right now. What a great thing to learn how to do, yeah. roller skate. Yeah, I and the it's... DJ. Oh man, I roller skated a lot as a kid. Though we went to we went to Skateville and we went to Saints Rink. What they have down by Farmington to roller 
skate. Not, I don't think there was anything. Definitely went up to Skateville in like Burnsville. Is that where it was? In yeah, Burnsville? that's kind of the only yeah. one standing left in yeah. Minnesota. It was like the south of the Metro Place. But yeah, I think people, most folks know about the about the roller rink, the roller. I don't know. I guess that's what you call it, right? There's no, <laughs> there's not like a newer name for that anymore or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's awesome that you learned how to skate. And then also, you know, the DJ, that's very important to know the DJ really in any, in any DJ situation. It's good if you know him because, you know, you can, uh, you know, maybe you get your, you get your request in up the queue a little bit quicker, but to be their friend when they're at the roller, you know, skating rink, I think that's such a unique place too to have like a DJ. I feel like maybe it sounds like, yeah, he said this DJ taught him how to skate. And then I feel like you can also learn some of the tricks of the trade of like some of the other stuff that goes on um, in a roller rink situation. You know, I, I don't know some of the, I don't know if they do like reverse or, you know, like some of the different, you know, just like call out a thing or couples or whatever. I don't know. Skating backwards, maybe. I'm sure that there's other tips that you can learn that uh, Zeus here will learn from uh, from Mr. DJ right there. Oh, yeah. Get your backwards game on, Zeus. Oh, I can't do that on anything. Can you skate backwards, Brian? I did you know, know how. how to at one yes. point. Okay. You could, that means you could get back into it pretty quick, I think. you know. I could get back into the flow. Yeah, yeah. I think... I do love rollerblading. I love playing roller hockey, but there's like a flow. Like you have like the... I don't know what they're called, like the axles or whatever. They call them something, chucks or something like that. What do they call them? Dang it's it, like a piece of the skate? The middle of the skate, like you can like loosen oh, it to make it really like real loose. Like when oh. people can like go down and almost like touch the floor and their skates stay on. But yep. when you're learning, they make them really tight so you don't like wobble very much. Kind of uh, like the same thing on a skateboard, you know? Yep, yep, yep. Like the trucks or whatever. Trucks, that's, that's what, what they, they are, called? trucks. Okay, the trucks. Well, that's great. We've got uh, that's good. A new skill is always uh, an important thing to add. Um, you know, Zeus here sounds oh he's six, so you know we got lots of time to add lots of things every year. So that's good that uh, six uh, year six for uh, for Zeus or Chris here. You know, was was filled with a new skill, and uh, you can keep using that. So uh, skate on around, and uh, well, yeah, I, I think someday we need to make a music video in a skating rink. Maybe that's a little too cliche or something, but. That's like one of the most cliche things. It's right after doing it at a playground, but we are a cliche, so let's go. Yeah, exactly. So maybe we'll uh, we'll take some inspiration there from you. Appreciate the call. All right, next caller. Hey, Brian and Neil. This is Gerard from Los Angeles. Uh, this week's question was an easy one to answer. The best thing that happened to my class and me in 2021 was meeting you guys on Zoom in May um, as part of the UNICEF Kid Power Sicky Icky Challenge. Our school had just opened up to students in April after being closed for 13 months. That first week back, we worked on creating our own sticky icky video. Uh, I had 12 students in person in the morning and then the other 12 on Zoom in the afternoon, and we worked on it all week. We were so excited when we found out that we were one of the winning classes in the contest. The actual Zoom call was amazing. My kids were so excited to be able to ask you their own um, individual questions. I'm sure you've been asked many of those questions before, but you were super patient. The time just flew by. Thank you guys for an unforgettable experience. I can't wait to see you in person when you come to L.A. in February. One more thing. Last month, you guys were talking about Rufio from Hook. My brother and his buddy made this independent film a few years ago called Awesome Asian Bad Guys, and one of the actors in it was Dante Bosco, who played Rufio. In, in this movie, uh, Awesome Asian Bad Guys, he played himself 
And the running gag in the movie was that everyone kept calling him Rufio. Uh, you can check out the trailer on YouTube if you have a chance. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yes, Gerard with the long goodbye. Wow, what a, what a true listener of the podcast right there, Brian. That's how you show your cred. Um, we I'm gonna watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, we got a we got a. This was a. This I was forgot a great his call. name was Dante. That makes it even better. It's a really great name, Dante Bosco. Yeah, Dante Bosco. Um, but yeah, the um, yeah, right there. I mean, sh- this was a quite the call. I mean, we got the. I mean, checks in the mail there, Gerard. Thanks for saying such nice things about us and everything. That's really nice. But then also a recommendation, right? Neil, in there. you don't even have the cuckoo checkbook, so don't even say stuff like that. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. It's at your house. You're in charge of writing the checks. So uh, Gerard, it's up to Brian. So we'll see if you get one or not. But awesome Asian <laughs> bad guys. We'll have to put that in the show notes and. Uh, uh, yeah, check it out. That sounds cool. That sounds like a fun documentary. Um, but yeah, Gerard, Gerard, your class was so awesome, Neil. I remember talking to them, yeah. and then I, we started following Gerard on um, Gerard on um, on Instagram, and he's a sponsored runner. I was oh. like, wow, just People running paying. all the time, making yeah. it happen, being a cool teacher. That's great. But yeah, uh, UNICEF Kid Power is like a video platform you can go check out and. You know, dance and do our songs can uh, can help some people out who need uh, need some help around the world. So it's a good cause. Obviously, UNICEF, you know them. They, you know what they do. They're out here doing work, saving the world. And uh, we're happy to partner with them. And we got to do the contest. That was very fun. Video contests are fun. And But Gerard uh, yeah. does so much... Um so much video stuff with his kids it's so yes. cool and they like make video they do 360 video they're like editing green screen it's like i <laughs> i i wish i could learn i wish that that stuff was available because my brain is not work to like learn new th- that many new things right now right yeah. but those kids at that age right now they're just gonna like soak it up it's gonna be no big no big deal at all I can do like basic iMovie edits, you know. So that's awesome. That's awesome that you're doing that, Gerard. Yeah, and I, I bet uh, I bet that's a lot of those kids' uh, favorite class too, because that's super fun. It's not, uh, you know, a little more, a little more fun, a little more uh, enjoyable than some of the dry stuff they might get up to in some of the other classes. So I bet, uh, I bet that's pretty fun. The kids must be real excited to do that class. So keep doing good work out there in LA, Gerard. We'll see you. In February, when we play, uh, when we play the Echo, is not the name of the place. No, it's called. Yeah. The, yeah oh Echo. yeah, we've yeah we've played there before. The yeah, Echo. that's gonna be the LA show. So if you live in the area, come on over, hang with us Echo. and Gerard. Um, all right, next caller. Hey guys, Travis from Riverside. Best moment of 2021 was probably uh, in May. Uh, I was able to take the family to Disneyland for the first time in about a year and a half. And what was really nice about that? Sorry, plugging my teeth all in here. Uh, what was great about that was they had super, super limited capacity. So, I mean, it was like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I haven't had that experience in probably 20 years where we basically walked on all of the rides. So definitely my highlight on a sidebar, just tried the Genie Plus out. Uh, went to Disneyland a couple weeks ago, and um, Web Slingers had a two-hour wait. Gladly dropped the 24 bucks to walk on instead. So... Some people are critics. I'm a Genie Plus Lightning Lane fan. Uh, quick question for you guys. What was your favorite doc of 2021? I just watched The Alpinist. It was on Netflix. Everyone's crunk on Free Solo. Free Solo was great. But I'm not even into climbing. The Alpinist uh, runs laps around Free Solo. So check that out if you get a chance. But I want to see what you guys recommend because 
you guys have good taste. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Have a great 2022, and I'll talk to you later. Uh, bye. I really like how Travis like winds up for his buy, you know? You know he, he had to put his seatbelt on just to be prepared. Yeah, for the long buy, but he goes like, uh, bye. You know, he gets the ah in there first, you know, taking, getting, getting ready to ramp it up. So I, I only like know about the lightning lane thing from you and then people either loving it or hating on it on TikTok. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's complicated. I mean, it's there's not one uh, you know not one size fits all here. People, different people are gonna have different experiences with it. But uh, hey, at the end of the day, uh, time is money at uh, at Disney parks. You're spending a lot of money to be there, and yeah, sometimes uh, you know nowadays there's a couple of rides that you can just pay a specific amount of money just to get right on them. It's usually just the top ride at each park, so it's usually just one or two attractions. And uh, yeah, so so you, you basically pay a fee to just do it one time. Yep, it's 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 paid fast pass, you know. But Genie Plus is being able to schedule Lightning Lane uh, or essentially schedule fast passes, but you can only do those every two hours. Um, so, but that's for essentially all the other attractions, whereas, uh, rise of the resistance and web slingers, like the two top ones in each park, like those are, you can stand in the standby line. You can still, you don't have to pay to get on it. It's not the only way to get on it, but then you're on the standby line forever long it is, or you can skip that whole line and, uh, the amount of money changes based on how busy the park is. So he must've been there on a super busy day because 25 is much higher than you know you're normally seeing. I thought it was like 10 15. To 15. Yeah, 15 Travis. is the resistances at, at, at Orlando. So yeah, he just went for it. But again, time is money. If that, you know, you could just okay, I'm not going to buy a burger later or whatever. <laughs> Same amount of money or whatever. You know, so it's uh, time is money. So yeah, it depends on. Uh, you know, say you it know. one more time. Say it again. That's what it is. Yeah, that's right. So uh, yeah, Disneyland. That makes sense. That's what's kind of mine too. But yeah, especially for people in California. Who you know are locals and are used to going to their local park all the time. Like Disneyland was shut down for a very long time. Like couldn't even get in at all. Like uh, you know Orlando opened up like in in like August of 2020, and then Disneyland didn't open back up until like April of this year or of last year. Um, so so that makes sense. They're waiting a long time to get back in there. And do that, um, but yeah, Brian. I think you watch more. Mo- you definitely watch more movies than me. But what about documentaries? Did you? Uh, does anything come to mind right away when it comes to documentary films? I don't watch a ton of docs. I try to watch some, like when I'm like washing dishes, when everybody's sleeping. You like um, the, the who's the big guy? Who's the main guy? The the black and white dude. Who's like the classic PBS like? Um, oh, you're um, talking about Ken Burns. Yeah, you watch those, right? Didn't he do a new yeah. one this year or whatever? But, but he didn't put one out. He didn't put something out this year. Okay. I did. I did just watch the Disney Plus um, Howard Ashman one. It's called Howard. Oh yes, amazing. It's about yeah. Howard Ashman's um, life, and I'm just a. I, I guess I like. I identify with people that are just outsiders, but on top of that love pop music and maybe like musicals and stuff like that and and he definitely he he um i like i like what he did to kind of get to where he is you know Mm -hmm. he um anyways he he wrote like beauty and the beast stuff he wrote uh, little mermaid things but he basically um made a stage adaptation musical to bring um little shop of horrors to the to the broadway stage and then it got picked up to be then the the movie musical that it was, but he did Got that. It. it was like a fifties, like movie that didn't have music and and people thought he was nuts. And, and he had things like blow up before, like 
main like go really well like from his small theater right. that they had to go to the big theater and he just saw like it's not working in the big theater there's too many hands there's too many people so he liked to keep everything small and weird and with his crew and i was like this dude is awesome so that was cool and then the other one um i'm looking really quick of the other one other ones i watched the best one i liked was um night on earth on netflix um but there's some crazy stuff that happens at night i thought we i watched it with my four-year-old because i thought it was going to be like oh fun like oh we love the daytime stuff but it's like it's like vampire bats like sucking (laughs) off baby seals (laughs) blood and stuff like that and he was like i am done but i want to watch some of it later it's very cool so the night cameras are just bonkers so Nice. There what you, what you yeah. got? What, you, well, you, you watch some docs. What you got? Well, here's the thing. is like one of my favorite YouTube channels, essentially all documentaries. That's Defunct Land. Oh, that's Land. right. Yeah. So in general, Defunct Land is great, but they, uh, Kevin, the guy at, uh, at Defunct Land, put out this year, uh, just before the end of the year, and this again ties back into the Genie Plus stuff, put out a one-hour, 43-minute documentary on the history of Fast Pass. It's called Disney's Fast Pass, A Complicated History. And some parts of it are, you know, as dry as that sounds, but he makes this thing way more interesting than it has any right to be. It's essentially the whole, it's essentially an explainer on queuing theory and stuff, you know, like the science behind why humans do what they do when they're in a place like this. And, you know, when is like a walkaway time, you know, for what they, that they see. And so it's, it, it's fascinating with the, the, not only the history of fast pass as a thing in Disney parks, but just in general, the, the, you know, the theories behind lines and queues and, and what even makes a line and how, um, you know, these types of places have been dealing with lines uh, for a long time. And especially now they just switched from fast pass to this genie plus thing. Um, it's, it's incredible. They do so much, so much work went into this. There's huge algorithms and, um, you know, models, modeling software that went into this. He took it way too far and it's incredible. You could see by the length one hour, 43 minutes. So Travis, you definitely have to watch this, but anybody who, um, is into Disney parks or just, again, I think Brian, like you would like this or like, can we talk about this? Like with your dad, I like the theory about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. About like how your dad just likes to go and see how things work. And it's kind of that it's kind of a way. How does, yeah. Cause you never think think so much about yeah like the science behind lines and the psychology that goes through people's minds of lines and cues and stuff like that so it's a fascinating problem because it is not easy that what disney has to do of um, controlling these crowds in their parks and making sure that you know in general people are having a good time and, and stuff while still making it fair for all this stuff while making money it's it's a huge thing so i would check out that one we'll have the links uh, to all three of those in the show notes. Docs. Do you remember when my dad, uh, when we played the Minneapolis Warp Tour stop, when we were on the Warp Tour, and he came to the, where we played, it was Shakopee, but uh-huh. he came early in the morning because he wanted to see the city being built, basically. I was like. Yeah, that's a perfect example of that. It's uh, like, no, I don't care I about am- the show. I care about the construction of the show. <laughs> Travis, two documentaries that I want to see um, on, on HBO Max. One, Street Gang. Um, oh, and it's about, Sesame Street it, thing. Yeah, Sesame Street. I read the book in college. I don't know if they're tied together, but they're called the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, Neil, you wouldn't believe what just came out on Christmas. A Beanie Baby documentary. Oh, I, I watched that. I, you told me <laughs> you about watched? it. I, you told me about it, and I essentially immediately watched it. It's very good. It's only an hour and 20 minutes long. It's it's more about sort of the collector scene 
and okay. especially some of the original collectors um, out of like Illinois, because um, that's where like Ty started or whatever. But it's it's good. You you definitely learn a lot, but um, it's it's just fascinating from like the intensity that like the the scene kind of created. They so, talk yeah. about any of the McDonald's deal. Oh yeah, yep. McDonald's is all okay. Over that's me, what yep. I want. I want more info about the McDonald's. But deal. it's not it's not as much of like a how I made this style episode. Like Ty doesn't talk to the press. Like he's not oh, in this, you yeah. know. So it, he doesn't talk to anybody about this stuff. So it's less of like how I started Beanie Baby and more like sort of the early days and how like the culture built up around it and how it became such a worldwide phenomenon. So it's that's as interesting as the sort of, you know, the man behind it all or whatever, but definitely recommend that too. Yeah, it's called like Beanie Love or something like that. Beanie Mania. Beanie Mania. Beanie Mania, HBO Max. There you go. So, yeah. I'm going to have to check out The Alpinist. Um, yeah. Because I, I did like, uh, I liked Free Solo. And that's, I think that guy's a Minnesota guy. So Oh, yeah. Like Mankato or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's wild. You yeah. just watch it. You know, I already have a fear of heights, and it was hard to watch that <laughs> movie. It was like, oh, my goodness, you are just free climbing this. It made me like, oh. Ugh. It's like when you see blood sometimes. Like, oh. Whoa. God. Yeah. All right. All right. Travis, be well. Next caller. Space Jam. Wow. We're just talking about documentaries. And, uh, and here's a, here's another documentary, Brian. Space Jam, A New Legacy. All that stuff really happened. A lot of people don't know that, you know. Um, you know, there really is uh, algae, um, algae rhythm. Is, is, uh, th- <laughs> thankfully, he's gone. You know, he's been defeated. He, he, uh, he was out there for too long. But uh, thanks to LeBron and, and his friends, uh, he is no more. Bugs. What's up, Sammy? What's up, Canada? Canada. Sammy's Sammy. always um Sammy's always uh hitting us up online asking us if we've seen the latest Disney movies or mm. she knows um you're definitely a Disney fan, Neil. So oh, yeah. always trading always trading favors back in there. Thanks for calling in, Sammy. Good times, okay. yeah. Space Jam, you know, uh, not very well uh, received. I think the excitement around it was huge. Obviously it was rumored, oh a LeBron James Space Jam. You know, for many years, I would say even like five years before this thing came out, it was like, oh, is it going to happen? This would be a cool idea. So I feel like there was a lot more hype around it than necessarily like this is a great film or whatever. But I uh, had a lot of fun seeing it. It was the first kind of the only film I've seen in the theater, I think, this year. Um, I don't know why. I was like, yeah, I really want to see this. I rented out a theater when that was happening. We were pretty cheap and invited a bunch of friends and, and watched it that way. That was cool to be back in the theater and see it that way. You know, but it's just it's just hard to live up. You know, Sammy, I, I got I got to say, like, I, I respect that you really like this. It was great. But for us, like we grew up with the first one, which, first of all, isn't really that great of a film at all. But like the nostalgia no, of, of MJ, of MJ, of the soundtrack, um, of just how incredible that movie was, you know, blending, uh, you know, the animation and uh, humans and stuff like that was a pretty new thing. I mean, Roger Rabbit did it in like 89 or whatever, but this was like 94, 95, something like that. So, um, you know, it was still like revolutionary in its own kind of way. So um, it's just hard, I think, for older people because we have to compare it to the first one. And, uh, you know, it wasn't quite the same vibe, Um, but I get it. It was exciting to see it. And uh, I like any basketball film. So I'm in. 
They did a good job with the instead of the two D with the three D tunes. Oh yeah, yeah. They did a that, great job with that. By the way, that was so, uh, that could have gone sideways. That could have gone very yeah. That could have that could have been poorly done. They did a good yeah. job. So yeah, in like a Sonic the Hedgehog, we got to redo this kind of way or something like that. You know? Yeah, I, just got it, it was it was unfortunate how long this had been whispered about. I think mm-hmm. that that hurt. You know, things just when things get too overhyped, it's almost yep. impossible. So yeah, yeah, we definitely suffered. From like that, us, but. we're just so overhyped, Neil. Yeah, people are. We, we're working hard here to uh, tamp that down because you can. Uh, you know, we're just telling all our fans thing. to just like chill out on talking about us to your friends. Uh-huh. Okay, it's too much hype. Yeah, Gerard was the only one on this show who gets to do that. So only one on this call can uh, gas us up a little bit, but. Thank you, Sammy, for the call. Space Seeing Jam. movies. We love it. Seeing films. We I love it. movies, Neil. I want to oh. watch three movies a day again like I did in college. <laughs> well, when we start going on tour again, there's going to be there's going to be some flights. There's going to be some drives. There's going to be some hotel rooms. I feel like your movie your movie situation on weekends uh, starting gonna crank up back here up. in February is going to go through the roof. Or maybe you'll just rewatch Game of Thrones again. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> For a fourth time. <laughs> no, uh, I got my list. I got my list. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Okay. Thank you, Sammy. We got one more caller. Here we go. Hi, Kikuda Kangaroo. My name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And the best thing that happened to me in 2021 is my school got a new rad playground. It has a seesaw, a giant jungle gym with three slides and a ton of things that you can climb on. And um, this thing where seven kids can get on and it goes really fast and it spins. Okay, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Annabelle. Whoa! New playground, Brian. That's so awesome. I'm. I am. You're a playground guy. We're gonna need some photos of this, Annabelle. Brian's gonna have to see this. I'm smiling. I love it. <laughs> and you can feel the hype. Oh, a a good playground is so important. So important. Well, and I think it's interesting too to have. Um, you know, I'm not really sure. You know, necessarily where Annabelle is in the in the grades as far as maybe her elementary school goes, but. You know, a new playground is great, but it's you have to also think about the idea of like, okay, the, it, it is replacing probably something else. That's like, okay, so you have to play on that for a little while, but then that gets yanked out, and we got the new playground right there. So it's like double playground for your for your elementary school years or whatever, or maybe it's just an addition. You know, maybe this is a fully new zone, and the old playground's still there. So oh, that'd I, be I wild. That'd double be great. Up, you know, I don't know, but uh, it sounds like it has lots of great features. What? Um, oh, what is the? Okay, I've seen this. I've seen things that spin like that. Basically, are the new modern yeah. like merry-go-round. Yeah, that's you know, what I assume like, she's talking about. But I don't know. It's the. It's. It looks like a. It's like a teacup, but yep. seven people can sit in it, right? But it's with plastic, like mad right? bars, with like mad bars, you can hang on, right? No, no. There's no bars. There's no metal. It's just uh-huh. plastic. Yeah. And you sit in it, and everybody puts their feet in the middle, and you can get it okay. cranking. You can so you get face it inwards. You face everyone faces inwards. Yes, like you Got will it. vomit if somebody gets it moving quick enough. And it's just like, but just like a little merry-go-round, it's just like on one pivot point and it just spins, and someone yeah. just stands there and, and whips it. <laughs> yeah, where where I live, we're fortunate. We have like 
if you go in all four directions, there's like a playground in, in yeah. there, and there's like an elementary school that's like across a big highway we go to because it has one of those things, and it has like whatever the new jungle gyms are. You know how they're like made out of that like really intense like coated rope, and they go mm, up really yes. high. Yes, yes. First yes. of all, they're no joke. Those kids that can go up really fast, like <laughs> like they have ab strength, like they can do it. Like they're like scaling. They're hard rope. sometimes to do. Like a gym class style, like knotted rope. Yeah. I've been on a I've been on a lot of playgrounds in the past four years, Neil. Yeah, so you so, know what this device is. You know the spinning thing. I mean, do we just call it a merry-go-round? I feel like we need a name because not even Annabelle knew the name of it, and we're like merry-go-round. But that- I'll look it up. It's definitely not a merry-go-round because a merry-go-round is like metal. You run with it and concussions. You know what I mean? <laughs> somebody's going to get whipped off of it. But playgrounds. What I want to know about Annabelle um, is like, how's the flow? Because I think about so many people make playgrounds now, and especially if, like, they just, like, buy some things, like, and it's not, like, connected. Like, it has to, like, flow so you can, if you're playing Mm. Lava Tag or you're playing Tag, like, you can kind of, like, make it around the whole thing without touching the ground. That's really important. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you need to lay it out in an interesting way where... Yeah, there are. There's some continuity there. There is. It's sort of instead of like, oh, it's three different things. It's kind of of a bigger piece. And yeah, uh, yeah like you said, it's kind of connected. And yeah, there's, there's sort of a bridging that happens with it all. That's right. That that is key. And then just the, the design of it in general of being like, okay, when someone's going down the slide, we can't have like a ladder right there or whatever. Like, you know, it's got to flow right so that yeah, when you get done with one thing, it goes right into something else potentially. So. Fascinating stuff. Annabelle says like, three new slides, you know. Three? That is, I don't even know. I don't even know how you do that. I mean, hopefully, like one, one, one like a tunnel slide, tube slide. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know. What do you call the ones that are the, have the little tiny like spinny dowels and you go down it really fast? Oh, like where it speeds you up? Wow. No, you yeah. know I'm talking about like it it's like you're going down kind of like a conveyor belt or something like that or when, when, like oh, city yeah. museum in St. Louis it's like uh-huh. a big You know yeah, it's like, like the little tiny belt. like rolling pins and there's ton there's like a 100 of them. Yeah, I like I like conveyor belt. <laughs> a rolly slide or something like that? Yeah, cuz it's like if it was laying vertical you could just like slide a box down it. Yeah. You know, uh, like, up in you know, up truck. in Plymouth there's a there's a park called French Park and they have a that one's pretty long. It's like it's like twenty feet long. It's a good one. That's that's great. It's like a all right. It, it Can you tell like I'm getting massage. a little hyped? I'm getting a little hyped here about <laughs> playgrounds. Playground stuff. We love playgrounds. And uh, Annabelle, thank you for calling in so many times here in 2021. Let's keep it going next year. All right. We appreciate you your your um, you know your your help with our podcast here. Um, yeah, that's all our callers um, for this show. Thanks everyone who sent in a voicemail. And um, we'll be uh, doing another show, of course, in two weeks. And uh, we want to take it to uh, the wonderful world of ice cream, Brian. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk all about ice cream. We're gonna try and not get an ice cream headache while we talk. Um, it's called brain episode. freeze, Neil. Brain freeze, <laughs> officially. Um, but we want to know who makes the best ice cream and what is your favorite flavor. So, Brian, what kind of what are we hoping for here? With let's, uh, when, when I want call people in? to draw a line in the sand or a line in the in the cream, and uh, <laughs> we want to know who makes the best. You know, maybe it's uh, maybe it's a local shop, maybe it's a brand that you can only get uh, in your regional grocery chain. 
and then you know you got to pick a lane you know what i mean you can't just say like it's this store they make everything great like you need to decide okay so you if you're going to gonna call flavor. in you got to answer both questions yeah yeah even if you know we're I, not I, asking why we just want to know your favorite yeah i'm assuming that if you know you're naming a place that makes really great ice cream they probably have many flavors that are really really good but yeah we are asking you to you know you got to only pick one that's the rule right there so yeah we 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 welcome recommendations of maybe local places that you know, we or the audience has never heard of. That's almost better. You know what I mean? But, hey, if you just like Dairy Queen Oreo Blizzard, that's cool, too. You know, or, or whatever it is. Whatever the most common ice cream you could think of. You know, McDonald's, um, you know, McDonald's-style cone. There's there's a beauty to that. You know, we can get behind that. So uh, you just got to let us know. You got to give us a call. 612-424-0036. Who makes the best ice cream? And what is your favorite flavor Let's go, everybody. Please please be thinking about it. Please call us. It's very easy to do it. And uh, we would love to hear from you. And uh, Because, hey, we'll be, again, like we said, we're doing shows. We'll be around. So it would give us some ideas, potentially, of some post-show treats to check out. So please call us, and uh, we'll talk to, talk to everybody about ice cream. I don't even show. know what I'm going to pick, Neil. Why did we mm. choose this topic? Now I have to. Now I have to choose. That's that's part of the thing. Is like not only do we get to hear from all these cool people, but it makes us think a little bit harder about uh, you know what we what we like and what we want. So there you go, ice cream next show. But we still got a lot of this show to go, Brian. So let's okay. Uh, okay. let's let's pivot over to a segment called recommendations. All right, we're recommending things, and uh, Brian, I got I got a double up here for us. I got a twofer. Kind of goes hand in hand. Um, two things that we are fond of recommending here on this podcast. It uh, it is another podcast, and it is a band. Um, but I am currently working my way through a wonderful podcast called Twenty Five Years on the Streets Vagrant Records. And uh, Vagrant Records is probably the most like important uh, record label to me growing up um, because they had uh, Saves the Day and the Get Up Kids, and those were just two huge bands for me. And then they helped, you know, record labels, especially I feel like, you know, in in the past were a way to find out about other bands because that's how you would just like, you know, that's how you would know. This was a, sort of a little bit pre- early internet days. Is this the one you're telling me about that Matt Pryor does? Yeah, Matt Pryor is the host of this. Oh, okay, and, this um, is that one. Yeah, it's an oral history of the 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 logline is it's the oral history of the label by the fans, um, artists, and insiders. So um, essentially, each episode is about a different band and like their experience on the label. And you don't really, in, in my experience, if you just like bands, if you like the music industry, if you like the idea of record labels and touring and all this stuff and, and how to make a band, you will like this no matter how you, you don't even have to know about any of these bands. Like, especially as it gets into some of the later years, like it's kind of heavier music and the stuff that I didn't really listen to, but it's just fascinating to hear the stories of like what went down and how things were happening and how the industry was changing, but also just a really, some really great episodes, you know, one with, with Matt Skiba from, from Alkaline Trio, you know, um, after they were an Asian man, um, they went to Vagrant and put out three records. So, um, you know, just, and they have one about Dashboard Confessional that was really good with Chris 
and um, it's just a really cool show. And uh, yeah, I recommend it if you know any of these bands or just if you like uh, hearing bands tell stories um, from how they got created and, and, and kind of working through the industry. But because of this show, um, I found out about a great band that I had heard the name of before. Um, they are called Kofax. They're from Toledo, Idaho. And this is a band, so um, the Get Up Kids was essentially like the first big band that Vagrant signed. And, um, you know, they weren't that huge at the time, but they were quickly growing. And so to get the Get Up Kids to sign with Vagrant Records instead of a major label, one of the things was that Vagrant offered them was an imprint label of their own. Um, Like, essentially what that means is, hey, you can sign bands without asking us, right? Like, you can pick your own bands to sign to your, like, little mini label within a label. And so their first band they made was was with, the first album they made was with this band called Kofax. And like I said, they're a great Toledo band. They're they're like an indie rock band, but it's really heavily on keyboards and piano and stuff. So it kind of reminds me of that band Fun. It reminds me of, you know, a little bit of Ben Folds, a little bit of... um, Which album should um, we start with? You know, I, I've been listening to a couple of them, but yeah, I would just start with um, the first two. Yeah, it had to do with Love from 2000 and Social Life from 2002. All right. um, you know, a little bit of kind of something corporate in there or whatever, but it's it's just really great stuff, really great pop songs, and or maybe it's, uh, local band um, Seymour Saves the World, Brian, is kind of, it's kind of, they sound like a little bit, so um, check out Kofax as well. So I'm doubling up here because they kind of go together. But we got 25 Years on the Street, uh, Vagrant Records, and then uh, Vagrant Records band Kofax. Check out their albums wherever you get your music. So, yeah, that was uh, my long-winded recommendations. That's a good one. That's a good one, though. Oh, there you go. All right, Brian. You told me about it in the car while I was driving. I forgot Mm -hmm. to save it. Now I can save it. I did it right now. Now I can yeah, listen to it. Yeah, you should. And, and check out yeah the Alkaline Trio one and, and um, um, Dashboard one because it's it's cool to go back to those times. You're like, oh, yeah, I guess we, cause especially too because, again, it was in the late 90s and stuff where it was like you could it wasn't the Internet wasn't what it is now. And it was such more of a, you know, I just remember one of the main things I remember about Vagrant is like getting them to like like I was on their street team. Like that was like a thing of like sending you know, they would essentially you would sign up and you could get stickers and flyers and posters and stuff that they would send to you about like their upcoming releases. And it was your job to hang them up at, you know, school or the skate shop or the mall or wherever you could find a place to sticker or do all that. Like that's some old school, like, you know, literally sending packets out to fans in the world and they'd go hang them up. So just like stuff like that I loved. And it was just kind of fun to go back and, and uh, walk down that memory lane. So. Very fun, but Brian, what is your recommendation on uh, this this uh, this 2022 edition of uh, Banter Buddies? Well, if you're going indie, I'm going mainstream, Neil. Okay, all right. Uh, got to finally uh, get my kid off of watching. We've been watching one thing only this whole all of December. It's been the show called Doc McStuffins. Holy smokes, <laughs> obsession! One thing, nothing else but that. But we were out kind of late, and uh, we were ice skating, and we came back, and I was like, a new movie came out. And I saw the tr- I saw a trailer, and there were some animals in it. I was like, there's some animals in it. But anyways, <laughs> we watched Encanto. Oh, um, I've heard great things. And I loved it. It was great. Wow. And, um, I mean, I, I like... You know, I watch all. I watch all kid, family, whatever those movies are. All those animated yeah. movies, I love them. Yep. Um, I give them all a shot. I don't, and I'm I'm a critic of it. I, you know, 
Uh, but we've yeah. been listening to the soundtrack a lot, and then we've been listening to a ton of like Colombian music, wow. just like playing that playlist because my kids just want to hear the beats, mm-hmm. and so uh, it's been really fun. So uh, it was a good film, and I loved how fast it moved. So I, the only thing I want from it, I wanted a couple more like songs in the movie. Like I like oh. I was like, no, come on, give me two more. So you knew about the songs before you watched the film? No, we we didn't. Okay. I didn't know anything about it. Okay. But it was, you know how we talked about how is it uh, Raya and the Last yeah, Dragon? And Dragon. How yep. we were like, man, that was probably like the most colorful um, Disney movie. But uh-huh. that wasn't a Disney movie. What was that? Uh, I mean, if it was, it was either Disney or Pixar, it was one of those two. But yeah. Yeah, maybe it was Pixar. I don't know. Yeah. that was really colorful. This one has it topped, man. Even way more, way more color. Love it. Oh, so, I gotta watch it. It's getting rave reviews, and yeah, all the all the Disney Parks Twitter folks are saying, "Oh, where could we put where would an Encanto thing work in the parks?" You Encanto, know, Encanto, so, Encanto, yeah, I said yeah, Encanto, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, that's interesting because yeah, it seems to have gotten you know more critical acclaim than you know sort of some of the other ones in the last year. You know, like Soul. I'm trying to think of some of their stuff. I, I haven't seen Soul. I did see um, uh, Onward or whatever. Um, I saw that. Those one, are both like a okay. Year and a half ago, yeah. year and a half ago. But yeah, I haven't seen Raya. I haven't seen Encanto. I haven't Raya. Uh, Raya was all those movies you just said. They were like they were eighty percent there, and this one yes. isn't a hundred percent, but this one's pretty good. Yeah, so this is the best one that you've seen in the in the last little while. It just moves. It just it it just moves. It moves nice and quick, and uh, yeah, and, and it's interesting. This isn't a spoiler thing, but I enjoy a little bit of what movies are doing they're not being like let's create some giant new villain like this is kind of like frozen where there isn't really a villain Mm -hmm. it's like there is an issue but there isn't like someone is coming to do this terrible thing you know that's interesting yeah it it makes a new play so oh the the other i'm looking at the list and the other one that you were like is luca i still need to watch luca oh luca was cute luca was cute yeah so luca is just more of a chill he's saying okay so luca is pixar Raya is Walt Disney Animation Studios. Soul is Pixar. Hmm. So that's kind of like the rundown of the last couple or whatever. Onward is Pixar as well. Yeah, Onward's okay. Yeah. Well, Ron's gone wrong. Middle, but, Ron's um, gone wa- wrong is also on this <laughs> on which this one Wikipedia is? page. It's called Ron's Gone Wrong. Oh, that just came out. That's like about a little robot. It kind of looked kind of like Big Hero 6-ish a little bit. but Yeah, interesting. I don't know why it's on this Disney list. I don't think it's Disney. <laughs> anyway, that's another one. Um, but yeah, that's great. So check out that movie. And, You're going to uh, be singing all those songs. Oh, I love it. I love it. Fantastic. All right, that's recommendations, everybody. Good times. We're recommending things. But uh, we need to wrap up 2021 with some trivia about 2021. Oh, Let's no. play a game. All right, this, this trivia is all about the last year and some pop culture things. Brian, I think a lot of these are are pretty broad. Um, I think you'll know um, most of them, but uh, I don't have. Um, it might be a little tough because I don't have um, multiple choice here for you. Okay. You know? Okay. I, I'm not going to narrow it down at all. You just got to take your best guess. So I got five here for you. So okay. uh, let's rip through these. Number one, and uh, yeah, of course, everybody play at home. Can you can you beat Brian here? Uh, 2021 trivia. What city did the Olympics take place in in 2021, Brian? <laughs> Oh. It was in the summer. It was rescheduled from 2020. It was supposed to be 2020 Summer Olympics. Instead, 
got pushed to like yeah June. I don't know when it was June July something like that. Oh my gosh! I think I watched one event on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, really, I was pretty yeah. bad. I was pretty bad. Uh, uh-huh. Oh oh, it's Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah, yeah you okay, got okay. it. There I was, go. Oh wow. There I was you nervous go. there. There's supposed okay. to be one starting uh, the Winter Olympics. They're supposed to be starting. They might be on the rocks, though. We'll see. We'll see. I think oh, it's that's Beijing. supposed to happen in February? Yeah, I think it's in Beijing, potentially, or somewhere else in China. But we'll see if At least they're outside. It's mostly yeah. outside. There you go. All right, Brian, number two. What? Uh, which female pop star performed at Joe Biden's inauguration last January? Female pop star at the inauguration after, after he won it. Gaga? Lady Gaga, you got it. I wasn't sure if you'd get that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a lot of these from like a BuzzFeed quiz where there was multiple choice. And uh, I almost, I, I got Lady Gaga too, but I almost selected Beyonce. Beyonce was one of the options. I was like, she, did, she did, uh, she did Obama's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, this one I'm pretty sure you'll get. And this is another uh, recommendation from both of us from this year, Brian. Yeah. But uh, what is the name of the comedy special Bo Burnham released this year on Netflix? Bo Burnham, Netflix, probably the best comedy special of the year. Obviously, I don't know. Uh, you watch all of them pretty much, Brian. And we were just talking about, uh, yeah, the the comedy. Two uh, names. There's two, there's two names I'm thinking about right now. I listen to the songs all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. This probably came out in the summer. Oh, oh, and, um, okay. I was, I thought it was alone. It's, it's inside. Yeah, in, inside. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I was wondering if it's alone or inside. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's called inside because I he, always uh... sing this weird thing that makes no sense, <laughs> but like it's a line in there because like. Daddy gave you some content. <laughs> Every time we like post something, I'm like, I, I sing that. It's so funny. I don't. It's so funny that Bo Burnham sang that line. He's like 28 or something like that. Maybe that's right. Daddy yeah. gave you some content. Yeah. So we right. we, rec- we highly recommend Bo Burnham's Inside. Um, you know, maybe not for kids, but check it out because it's so interestingly well done. It's you know he he makes these amazing songs, but he he essentially produces the entire thing from one like little room that he's like living in. So it's amazing what he does. It's just it's a one man show. You know, just lighting, he's, just the lighting, the lighting just the lighting That's what alone. Really, it is. It's like yeah. hey. How can you like recreate one room in a million different oh, ways? The so lighting so cues. good. Yeah, right. exactly. Give me some hard um, ones. Give me some. Give me some real deep. Things. Yeah, you're three for three right now. I don't know. This is the toughest one. I I I don't know if you'll get this one. The global ship. Question four. The global shipping industry was rocked by a container ship getting stuck in a canal. What was the name of this canal, Brian? Ooh, Remember that yep. when when the canal was blocked for like a whole week? Yep. <laughs> Very funny. I saw some good Halloween costumes that went as that thing. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about like I like when people make Halloween costumes and they're always like they if they went to a party, they'd probably like nobody would like come up and ask them. They'd just be like, why are you a boat or something like that? But right. Right. You can right. Describe them in a picture online. Uh, yeah. It's like one newscast. Um, uh, absolutely no clue. Was it in, the, was it in a South? Was it in the? Panama Canal in the uh, South American like or uh, it's in um, it's it's in um, South America yep but um, yeah it's not it's not uh, it's not it's not uh, Panama or actually no it wasn't in it was not in this is uh, this is in Africa wow oh there you go this is in Egypt Brian all right what was the name (laughs) the Suez Canal Suez Canal S-U-E-Z what was the name of the boat 
Um, that was another question. I forget. It did have a name. It had to have a weirdo name, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yep. So there it is. That's in. Uh, that's that's down there. So yeah, the boat. That was a big deal for a while here, and the Suez. Yep, that's the one. All right, one more, Brian. Um, I think you're going to get this one. If you don't get it right, um, our friend uh, Matthew Wampastampa, he is listening. He will be very upset with you. An <laughs> NFT is a blockchain-based collectible. What does NFT stand for? Uh, what does NFT stand for, Brian? Wait, it's all I the know rage it. these I days. Um, um, oh, yeah, I was trying to think of that. non Fungible token. You got it. Wow, it's, it's fun, sure right? It's fun, like fungus, like fun, yeah. fungible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just means like non-fakeable, essentially. I think, um, but yeah, non fungible token. You got NFT, fungible. Right. All fungible. right, four out of five. Very good, Brian. Fungible. Um, Suez Canal is tough, but um, you nailed all the other ones. Suez. Suez. I, uh, I know it now, but I, I could not have said that yet. It connects the Mediterranean Sea to the Red Sea through the Isthmus of Suez. Divides Africa. There you go. Good times. All right. Nice work on the trivia, Brian. We got one more segment. Thanks for putting that together. Oh, yeah. Always love quizzing you. You did a good job. But we got one more segment for the end of the show. It's new with Coop. It's kind of a quiet time right now for new with Coop, Brian. There's not a lot of new, new, new going on really uh we uh, of course had lots of lots of merch at the end of the year and then you know kind of close that down a little bit but the merch the merch is back up right you're packing merch right now um i know, just that- packed merch before this pod yeah wow there you go thanks for doing that but we're back in yeah. the game yeah we got um now where are we on the on the hot sauces brian because we had to reorder and um you know lots of folks got them for christmas and stuff for the holidays do we still you know, have we, hot sauce? We sold an original 70. Yes. They went really well. Mm-hmm. And Kyle at Soothsayer, Kyle Ooh. is Soothsayer, yes. was like, you want to do another batch? And I was like, <laughs> ooh, I don't know. Yeah. So we did We did 115. Sounds and right. we, have, we have eight of those left. Oh, so get your order in if you want some sauce. Probably won't. Make another one for a little bit. Maybe, I don't know. We haven't really talked about this, but, you know, the, the Neil, second batch went better than we thought. We can say that. <laughs> Neil, we, yeah, we, um, Neil, we haven't talked. We haven't yep. talked about. Uh, let's get it, let's get the, it right here on the show. Let's the next talk. year's plan. Should we just do our business <laughs> meeting right here on the pod? I think more people would listen if we change the name of the show to Cuckoo Kangaroo Business Meeting. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it could. We could just. We could just do that. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's not as interactive, but it might be more interesting for people. To I mean, it's to. it's. Is it interesting? It's I don't know. No, like, it's, it's like it's like uh, you know your city hall like business things are like public. You can like watch their Zoom meetings and stuff like that. So, yeah, I guess we could. Stuff, I guess we the, could. It's not really like. Be- the yeah. stuff we'd be talking about is is more interesting than like city council stuff, but also it 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 wouldn't be like about creating those things. It would be about like when do we release a thing and like what's the order? Like it's kind of boring stuff that goes around all the fun content. Yeah, but it's it's 
I mean, it's the stuff that I'm most interested in. You know what I mean? I, it's yeah, the, we love that. We love that side of things. But I think, like for listeners, I don't think that they would like it that much. You know? Yeah, I mean, if you're a small bit, I, I that's why I like listening to small business podcasts. Yeah. Or I'd love to listen to more like band decision stuff like that. You can learn um, that we're not rich and we just like <laughs> doing stuff that doesn't make us a lot of money. So that's right. This is a small business doing our best. But uh, yeah, order your uh, order your sauce. There's a couple left, and um, yeah, we got uh, as we mentioned earlier. We have a tour right around the corner, really. It's about a month away. We'll be uh, we'll be off and running every weekend. We'll be off to a new place. I don't know how we're going to do this podcast and do that. I guess we'll record this podcast every Friday and then immediately fly out of town and then I'll edit it on the road or whatever. We'll get we'll figure it out, whatever. But yeah, lots of shows happening. Get your tickets. Some of them might be running out. I don't know, but uh, go grab those. But I think that's kind of it, right? We don't have, uh, we don't have. It's kind of a quiet period for the music industry in general. Well, I basically. would have some TikTok videos if I could get my get my acting gear and stop watching movies and edit them. All the ones we filmed. So, geez. oh yeah, there's a lot of that. Wait, just, friends, a follow up we need to do here at the very end of the show. Did you get the the big Santa? Did big Santa show up? Here? Neil, it still is not here. Oh. I got totally scammed. Totally like, well, scammed. I don't know. I mean, as long as it shows up before next Christmas, I think uh, it's it's going to be okay. And Sorry, I'm yelling. I can see on my garage band file like it's I peaking. clipped a couple times. So yeah. you have to edit that. I That's just I get. totally scammed. That's what I get for bringing up this uh, this, ah! this, t- this tough spot, you know, that you're in. Okay. Although something that has been um, okay. So wow, this is getting real into banter, banter. Uh-huh. But uh, it's in the name of the show. All those inflatable, all the inflatable like holiday Christmas decorations, right? Eh, yep. they're fine. Snowman. So I was yeah. like, okay, the only re- way I'm going to do it is get a 26 footer, right? And <laughs> those plastic ones, like where I live in Hopkins, like the main street, there's like seven antique shops. Oh, yeah. And like the cheapest thing you can find, you know, those like red Noel candles? Yes. That yes, are like three, yes. Those are $55. Santas are going for like 275 So. <sighs> I'm thinking that next year, if I'm going to do a grid holiday display, because I cannot stand hanging multiple Christmas lights because I can never get them straight. I just, mm. ah, Christmas lights are nuts. I think yeah. I'm going to like um, Mike Bennett style, like paint on some plywood and like cut it out and then illuminate like those things on the plywood in the snow. Perfect. What do you think? Like yeah, I like that. You're making a scene. Yeah, I like that. You're just making a – I like because, yeah, I think especially good because, you know, you already said you don't like hanging the lights, but it's also like I feel like that's what everybody does. So in a way you'll be able to kind of stand out a little bit more on your block if it's like, no, nah, no lights, but check out this scene, you know, that I made myself. Like no one else has this. So it's going to be one of one. It's going to be unique. So I, I'm in. Yeah, it I doesn't hope, even have to paint. be all like – Holiday critters, you know, so it can be whatever it can be some, so much stuff, some snow monsters, good idea, so yeah, that's uh that's what i'm gonna like I'm to. gonna build a little set for for you too, Neil, thanks, we yeah. gotta get we gotta get you some holiday spirit on that house, yeah, let's do that for next year for sure, um, in case the Santa doesn't come in, um, but yeah, that's we're already thinking about next year's decorations, you guys, that's what we're that's that's what's new with us. You know, that's what's doing, new with Coop. doing it that way. Because, yeah, the industry is kind of shut down until like mid mid Jan and it gets things get popping again. But, yeah, we're excited to get on the road, do some shows. And for now, we're just excited to keep making this podcast. 
We'll be back in uh, in two weeks to do it all again, everybody. And remember, please call us 612-424-0036 and let us know who makes the best ice cream and what is your favorite flavor. You got to say the answer to both of those things. Please give us some cool recommendations for those amazing ice cream places in your neck of the woods. We'd like it. Um, all right, Brian, anything else that we need to say before we sign off on uh, this inaugural episode of 2022? Uh, I I finally got uh, caramel, uh, vegan, caramelized, uh, vegan caramelized onion dip oh. at Trader Joe's Whoa! that uh, was recommended to us from uh, Travis Riverside. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It had, like a, it had like a great name, right? It had like a punny name. I don't know. That one just straight up was. Okay. Okay. That was like and uh, it was so good. I brought it along to the in-laws as one of my holiday dips. Fantastic. Get your dip on, you guys. So thanks to Travis. This show is <laughs> all about say. the recommendations. we got a, a big list and show notes of stuff to watch and check out and listen to. So that will hold you over uh, for two more weeks. And uh, get that dip. And um, and then we'll be back to do another show in two weeks. We'll talk to you then. Bye, Brian. Bye, Neil.